Some people tell me and message me and tell me that, you know, they just use a cleanser and they don't moisturize their skin. And it just makes my brain hurt so much because moisturizers are the foundation of any skincare regimen. Hello and welcome to the Millennial Doc Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Nicoletta Brankov, board-certified dermatologist, skin, hair, and nail specialist, and plant-based beauty foods expert. This is your place to hear the whole truth on skincare, skin trends, and myths, so you can get the tools you need to take back your confidence starting now. The information in this episode is not medical advice. This is for informational purposes only, and you should always consult with your doctor before implementing any of the information. Now, on to the show. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Nicoletta, here to give you your weekly skin inspiration, confidence, help you showing up as the best version of yourself. You'll always get that when you listen to my show every single week. So today I am going to just share the basics on moisturizers. If you remember, they're actually one of the key steps to my five-step skin success framework. So just get ready for this episode. It is going to be amazing because you are going to finally understand the different components of a good moisturizer. Okay, so let's just kind of go back and understand why do we even need to talk about a moisturizer? Some people tell me and message me and tell me that, you know, they just use a cleanser and they don't moisturize their skin. And it just makes my brain hurt so much because moisturizers are the foundation of any skincare regimen. And they're part of my skin success framework. So just remember that a moisturizer is actually important for all skin types. Doesn't matter if you're normal, combination, sensitive, dry, oily. Regardless, it is important and it's one of the basics to understand that concept that it's important for all skin types. What's really fascinating is they're actually used for a variety of reasons. From treating eczema when you combination of moisturizing with topical steroids to reversing aging with different moisturizers to keeping tough dry areas on the body more moist. There's all sorts of reasons we need to be using moisturizers. So today's show will really teach you the basics of why water homeostasis is crucial for a healthy skin barrier, the three components of a good moisturizer, the functions of each of the three components, and various examples of ingredients that fall into each category of a good moisturizer. All right, so that's kind of a lot, but you are going to have amazing amazing takeaways from this episode. All right, so let's just dive into the importance of water homeostasis within a moisturizer. So the moisture homeostasis, remember when I spoke about the skin success framework and how to determine your skin type, is that moisture homeostasis is actually a key to a healthy skin barrier. And remember that moisture can actually be lost through many things. It could be lost through excessive hand washing, environmental stressors, aging, inflammation. And so water is actually very important and essential for the proper function and, and actually desquamation of the very top most layer 
aspect of your skin called the stratum corneum. And what's really important to understand with why water is actually so important is the fact that moisturizers don't actually add water back into the skin. So this is a really important concept to understand that a good moisturizer actually just minimizes the transepidermal water loss. Basically, it minimizes that water that's lost through the top layer of the skin. A good moisturizer also delivers ingredients to help draw water into the stratum corneum and add smoothness and softness to the skin. So they don't actually necessarily adding water back into the skin. You're either minimizing the loss of water you are helping deliver ingredients to help draw water into the top layer of the skin from the lower layers. And also they add smoothness and softness to the skin. So now that we kind of discussed moisture homeostasis, okay, we know that that's healthy for a you know healthy and functional skin barrier. Well, okay, then let's talk about the different classes of ingredients, right? Because if you look at the back of your moisturizer, I know that it could be really confusing. When I, before I was trained into becoming a board-certified dermatologist, I mean, I would go to the store and read, and I'm like, what in the world are all these long names and ingredients? <laughs> and in a regular moisturizer, you can't have several classes of ingredients. You could have your moisturizing components. You can have thickeners, which are also known as polymers. You can have other preservatives. And by the way, some preservatives are necessary, and so that's really important to understand. So... You know, what I'll try to do today is really help to really simplify. I'm not going to discuss all the different ingredients, but I'm going to simplify the most common ones and basically discuss the three key components of a good moisturizer. And they are occlusives, humectants, and emollients. So just remember, though, that a variation of these three components really help determine the efficacy and consistency of a moisturizer and that chemists and those that create our actual skincare products are really good at knowing how to determine the efficacy, you know, based on the exact variation and amount of these three components. So let's dive in. Okay, humectants. So how are you going to remember what a humectant does? So think of whom like humid, it kind of reminds you of like humid air outside. That's kind of how I remember the the first three letters of the word. But basically, humectants attract water from the environment. So in, for example, in human conditions from the air when it's humid outside. And they also attract water from the deeper layers of the skin, which is the dermis. And they do all that to keep your skin hydrated. So there are four different types of humectant ingredients that I'm going to list right now that are good to kind of jot down or keep in mind. And you can refer back to the podcast blog, of course. So they are hyaluronic acid, glycerin, panthenol, and urea. All right, so let's then dive into the second one. So emollients. Emollients are the second component that I'll discuss for a good moisturizer. So what exactly do emollients do? Well, they smooth out any dry or flaky patches on your skin. So think of these like areas in your skin where they're dry or flaky and they're just patches in your skin. They help smooth that out. And they also help to soften and smooth the skin as well. And therefore, they improve your skin barrier function. 
And emollients, what they also do, which is really awesome, is they actually improve your elasticity of your skin. So elasticity is another word you can think of for like kind of the flexibility of your skin. So they improve the elasticity of your skin. They also help reduce that tight feeling, which is not good. Remember when I discussed um, in the toners episode, that tight feeling where you feel like your skin's super tight, that's actually not really healthy to have that. So emollients help reduce that tight feeling. And again, they overall smoothen your skin. And again, emollients, if you look at the word, it doesn't have that H-U-M, humectants, like H-U-M in it. So it could help you remember that emollients have nothing to do with water contents. They mainly have things to do with like the elasticity of your skin and kind of smoothening and overall softening your skin. So these are the ingredients that would be on the back of a moisturizer that would fall into an emollients category. They are ceramides, dimethicone, tocopherol, and shea butter. One of the most common ones are ceramides. I absolutely love ceramides and always choose various brands that have ceramides within the actual moisturizing cream. Okay, so the third component of a good moisturizer and the last component that I'll talk about are occlusives. So what exactly do occlusives do and how are they different than the other two that I just mentioned, the humectants and emollients? So basically, occlusives, what they do is they offer a protective film on your skin and they slow down the actual water loss. So what they do is they slow down that transepidermal water loss. And it's not that occlusives do not allow anything to be actually penetrated through that actual occlusive material because things can still penetrate through. However, it's just that the moisture from your skin is evaporated at a much slower pace because the actual occlusive really acts as a protective film on your skin. So yes, you you do still lose moisture, just at a much, much slower rate. So that is a function of an occlusive. It's a protective film on the skin and slows down the water loss. So four different ingredients that are classified as an occlusive are petroleum jelly, mineral oil, plant oils, and dimethicone. And petroleum jelly is so important in dermatology. We use, you know, Vaseline, petroleum jelly all the time, especially in dry skin and eczema. You know, it's really important to have that protective film on the skin to minimize the transepidermal water loss and it's even helpful, you know, when you apply a topical steroid on an eczematous eczema area to have an occlusive like petroleum jelly over that. It's like a film. It keeps the topical steroid on that eczema and helps with the inflammation even more. So you absolutely love it. Petroleum jelly is amazing. Okay, so there you have it. Those are your three different components of a good moisturizer and then the specific ingredients and the function of each component that goes within each one. Just keep in mind, though, that moisturizers contain sometimes all three ingredients types. So it's not always necessary to use like three separate moisturizers. Some moisturizers combine ingredients from two of the components. You know, others mix, you know, from all of them. What's important to know is just kind of the key ingredients that fall into the humectant, occlusive, and emollient category Just so you know when you're choosing a product, it just helps you know what category it is in. 
But just know that it's not always necessary to use like three separate moisturizers that have the three different components. First of all, that doesn't make skincare easy. It makes it more confusing. And again, I'm all about mindful and easy skincare, simple skincare. So definitely don't complicate it. And I will also list my favorite moisturizers as well. Another question though that I get about moisturizers is, well, which one should I look for? Which, which one, you know, should you look for in a moisturizer? Well, it goes back to your skin type. So it's important to refer back to episode about how to determine your skin type. So again, oily skin types, they don't need too many occlusives or emollients. So if you go back to drnicoletta.com forward slash 26 on how to determine your skin type, I actually mentioned that oily skin types do better with a gel-based moisturizer with more humectant ingredients. So why does that work? Well, the gel-based moisturizers have a more of an alcohol base and oily skin types tend to handle that better. And then it's good to choose the humectant ingredients on oily skin that also works well because it also helps to prevent the increased sebum production. So one of my favorites is the Neutrogena Hydro Boost Water Gel. I love that one for oily skin types. On the other hand, dry skin types, they tend to do better with more occlusive or emollients components of a moisturizer. And typically it does better to opt for a cream as a vehicle versus a lotion. Again, just always listen to your skin. You know, you have the best feedback that you can. Again, it's all about consistency and and picking one based on your skin type and really trying it and being consistent with it before judging how it works or not. And just always listen to your skin. And you know I'm here for you. You know I'm here to share all the skincare knowledge that I know, the skin science, as well as just how do you show up as the most confident and best version of yourself in your life, in your relationships, in how you look at yourself, how you view yourself, and how you just love yourself and look at yourself in the mirror. So I hope this was inspirational for you today. I hope you have an amazing week. And until next time, just remember, step out with confidence. I'm over here virtually loving your glowing skin and cheering you on for finishing another episode of the Millennial Doc Podcast. I am so glad you stopped by to learn more and empower yourself on how to love your skin one day at a time. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, just head over to drnicoletta.com for the show notes and all the resources from today's episode. It would absolutely mean so much to me if you subscribe and leave a five-star review of the show. Your support helps me reach more listeners and thus impact thousands and thousands of people. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, don't forget to step out with confidence.